Coming up next, the wild and crazy Haas Outdoors. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing. Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It is time for the Haas Outdoors, bringing you the news, how-to tips, where to travel, information on events, making fun of Yellowstone tourists, rambling on things don't make any sense, and just being a plain goofball. Here is your host, Charles Halls. Good morning, Montana. Good morning, Montana. Good morning, Montana. Get your lazy butts out of bed. Good morning, Montana. Wakey, wakey. Hello out there in Montana. To you ranchers, it's another wonderful day in Moo Moo Land. How's everybody dealing with the coronavirus? I'm not talking about the drink and something you don't want to be putting in your mouth. You know the funny part, this time next year, we can sit around and talk about the great toilet paper storage of 2020. Our whole nation's out of toilet paper and what do we do about it? I guess we have to go out and find some cats with squirrels, like I said on, on Facebook. You know, got that little uh, video. You know what I'm talking about? The mountain man? Yeah. Wiped his hind end with a squirrel. <laughs> Probably might start doing that kind of stuff. Taking your shirt and putting it into toilet paper pieces. My shirt, as big as they are, would be a lot of toilet paper. Well, I mean, fair enough. I'm sure a lot of people could say that. I do have a new sidekick here, in case you're wondering. Her name is Alex. She just moved here from... Colorado. What part of Colorado did you come from? I come over by from Dinosaur. Well, it's over by the... Utah border. Dinosaur, that's where all the old people live? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, with everybody being self-quarantined, this would be a good time to do some fly time and get ready for some serious fly fishing. What kind of airplane do you use for that? Airplane for what? You're fly fishing. Well, what you do is you get you a, a small airplane with a small motor and you fly really slow over the water. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> no, that's not the kind of fly fishing I'm talking about. I'm talking about with a fly rod and reel. Oh, shoot, dang. So, Charles, what kind of flies do you use for your fly fishing? Well, my favorite one is called the Royal Coachman. What's it made out of? Well, it's made out of fur, feathers, and other goodies. Oh, goodness. No, it's made out of a Mustang hook, a size 8 to size 14. The tail is made out of golden pheasant uh, fibers. The body is made out of peacock whorl, red silk floth. The wings are made out of white duck feathers. It's really simple to fly to tie. And also, the hackle is brown. It's quite beautiful. Yeah, it's a real excellent fly. I've caught many trout on them here locally in the... Uh, the farm pond here, and uh, a couple of the lakes. About how many could you tell me? Well, on that particular fly, I couldn't tell you, but last year I caught over 30 trout, and uh, the season before that, I caught over 200. Holy smokes! Yeah, most of them made out of homemade flies. They work pretty well then, I'm guessing. Oh yes, they sure do. There's one fly I personally designed that's called the mussel shell nymph. And what's that used for? That's used for like brown trout, rainbows, brookies. So the big boys? No, it's a small fly. It goes anywhere between 8 to um, size 16 hook. That's not too bad. No, it's really easy to fly. I mean, you use um, brown dubbing for the body and use brown hackle, very small, and use turkey feathers. That's all basically the fly is. I caught a lot of fish on that as well. Could you give me an estimate about how many fish and what kind? I probably caught 80% of my fish last year on that one particular fly. That's pretty decent. I caught a lot of rainbows, one brown, and a handful of brooks. Oh. 
You know, the biggest trout I caught on that fly was up to 20 inches. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, it was a really nice female fish, too. How can you tell it's a female fish? Well, the features around its head, you can tell. Like, could you explain a bit more in detail? Yeah, its mouth was open. <laughs> yeah, I sure got you on that one, didn't I? You sure did, Charles. <laughs> I had nothing more to say to that. Everybody else I pulled that on said the same thing. <laughs> now, another one of my favorite flies I ever used was the El Caracatus. How is that one used and made. Oh, that was used on top of the water. It's a simple dry fly to tie. You use elk caracatus for brook trout, browns, rainbows. I've even caught a five pound carp on them. How was that? I fought like 45 minutes before I got him in. That sucker done did you in, huh? Yes, it did. A simple fly to tie is made out of elk hair fibers for the wings. And um, depends on what kind of dubbing you want to use. You want to use olive dubbing, brown dubbing. Now, what's the difference between them? Olive dubbing is a different color. It's like green. I see. But you can use brown dubbing, too. It's, I've used several other colors for, for the elk hair cats, and they all work just the same. So you don't have a, a preferable one that you would use on it? I like olive. See, Mike, the, the brook trout uses those a lot better. Oh, I see. We'll be right back after this wonderful message. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Haas Outdoors. We're here discussing about fly fishing, not the kind you do from an airplane like she mentioned earlier. Now, one of the most important tools you need for fly tying is a fly tying vise. What exactly is that? That's a vise that holds down the hook while you tie on it. It makes it easier? Yes, it's kind of hard to hold the little tiny hook in your hand and try to tie it at the same time. It just doesn't work too well. Well, that's fair. There's many makes and models on the market. Now, if you've got Donald Trump money, you can always get the Norton fly tying vise. Why do you say it like that? It costs like four or five hundred dollars plus, and plus all the accessories. Well, dang. Yeah, I know. It's a really neat vice. It you spin it instead of whipping the fly around the uh, hook. Would you say it's funner or easier? Probably a lot easier. We're not always looking for the easiest, nah. Yeah, well, sometimes it depends on what we're doing with it. That's fair. Which would you prefer? I prefer the old old-fashioned type vice. You like to have fun with it, then, yeah. Oh, yeah, you just grab the fly there and just spin it around and have all kinds of fun with it and get the little tools and just do all kinds of touch-up work on it. Better be careful not to hook yourself. I've done that before many a time, especially with the bigger hooks. I don't doubt that one. They'll get you, too. Especially when you're making those big old musky flies you use in, like, size uh, 6 hot. Is it pretty bad? Yeah, it can be if you're not paying attention. Well, if you're not paying attention, you're not doing your job right, yeah? That's true. Now, another tool that we use is called a hackle pliers. And how is that made? It looks like a little tiny pair of pliers that you squeeze them together and you use them on the hackle to wrap around the hook. It helps you do a lot better with your hands. Well, it's better than doing it with your hands. Yes, it is. Sometimes it can be messy if you try to do it with your hands, but the hackle pliers, it just goes right around, circle, around, 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 and it's done. It looks really pretty when you get done with it. Makes things a lot more simpler. Yes, it does. Now, one of the most important essential tools besides the vise is the bobbing. What exactly does that do for you? That's like a little holder for the thread when you're tying the flies. Got the little hole there you run the thread up through, and when you tie it on the fly, it doesn't try to run away from you. So it can't escape. 
No, it can't. Unless you do it wrong. Well, I, I've been known to do that. Of course you are. You're blonde. Shoot, dang. Now, you know what scissors are used for, don't you? Of course. Okay, we've got a little small pair of scissors we use on fly time. We use to cut the threads, the hackles, the fur, and everything else we need to do with. All right. Now, unless you've got really good eyesight, this is one tool is called the threader. Okay, and it helps, obviously, thread. It helps thread the bobbin. <laughs> of course. <laughs> now, there's one tool there you can actually make your own. Get your little needle, a different size needle after you want to use, and you can use that to uh, pick out the hairs on the flies. Why would you want to do that? What well, kind of makes them stand up, makes them look pretty, and people wouldn't want to buy them then. Makes them look flutterful. Yeah, kind of like fluffy. So, with this tool, is it easier to make your own or just buy it? You can do it either way. I've done both. Which would you prefer? Making my own. That's fair. Is it greater quality, personally? Well, it has a personal touch to it. I see. All you do is get your little needle of the size you want, get your little piece of wood like a dowel rod. All right. Drill a small hole at one end of the dowel rod and insert the needle inside the hole and glue it down. So, do you have to buy a special kind of glue or anything for it to stick together? I get super glue. Just regular old super glue. Always does the trick. Yeah, wood glue works as well, too. Which one would you say works better? Probably the wood glue. That's fair. We'll be right back after this wonderful message. <laughs> a ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it. Drowned it again and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update! I'm gonna let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. <laughs> ha ha, I just want to see if you're still awake out yonder. Can I ask you something? Sure. What does yonder mean? Yonder is, is a southern way saying over there. Oh, kind of just out of the ordinary, though. Well, depends on where you're from. That's fair. If you're with an outdoor organization like to share some news, or want to brag about a hunting and fishing trip you was on, or just want to ramble on something about hunting and fishing, please email me at hallsoutdoors at treasurestateradio.com. That's all the time we have, folks. Thank you for listening in. This is Goofy Charles Halls, uh -huh. and Treasure State Radio saying so long and be safe out there.